let's go! Sports Variety and Strife with James Liebling. Up next. 15 days to baseball, 22 days to basketball. Yep, July 23rd is baseball's kickoff date. Thursday, July 23rd, the Yankees at the Nationals at 4.08 p.m. Pacific time, and then the Giants at the Dodgers. 10.08 uh, Eastern time, 7.08 Pacific time. At, Do- at Dodger Stadium, by the way, for the Giants-Dodgers game. I'm kind of surprised they didn't do Yankees-Red Sox, but uh, I guess they decided to do Yankees-Nationals. Uh, that's for Thursday, July 23rd, 15 days from hence for baseball. We'll start a countdown, and then, of course, for basketball, it'll be Thursday, July 30th, 22 days from now. Countdown for that as well is on starting today. Uh, Lakers-Clippers is the late game at 6 o'clock. The early game is at uh, 3.30, Utah, against the Pelicans. So... We'll start with that. Uh, again, this is Sports Variety and Strife. It's the it's a Wednesday edition, late Wednesday edition. Sports Variety and Strife. We're going to get to a continuation, second to last of my uh, interview with John and Peter Lieblang about baseball. Today we'll be discussing who benefits from the weird rules from the 60-game season to the lots of in-division game play and so on and so forth. Talk about players, some new rules like the universal the age who benefits from that. So stuff like that, who benefits from the weird season. That will be this top mainly be the topic of today's discussion as the uh, interview continues and that will conclude on Saturday. But before we get to that, let us do this. Quiz time, quiz time, quiz time, quiz time, quiz time. Okay, last time we were asking about the 2011 NFL draft because Mr. C- Mr. Cam Newton was drafted in that. We had been talking about him f- uh, for a little bit, and we were saying uh, we weren't so sure that, well, it was a good signing because, I mean, heck, what can you lose? You got Jared Stidham coming in. Cam Newton, you're not really signing Cam Newton for that much. So we weren't saying that it wasn't a good move by the New England Patriots, but we were talking about how, in my opinion, I don't see Cam Newton as the great savior of the New England Patriots to bring them another AFC East title. I still think Buffalo is going to win that division. And I think they're quite a bit better than, at least on paper, than the New England Patriots. Because, again, you always have that Bill Belichick monster lurking in the corner for any other fan. Uh, for if That is, if you're a fan of the Jets, Dolphins, or Buffalo Bills, you always, in the back of your head, are thinking that Bill Belichick can maybe do some magic of his. So we were talking about uh, Cam Newton and his kind of less than stellar stats. Also, of course, the fact that he's been injured for quite a bit. And we were talking about how he was drafted in 2011. We asked you to name a quarterback 
who have been drafted, other than Cam Newton, have been drafted in the first two rounds of that 2011 NBA draft, in which Cam Newton went first overall. And in the first round, there was two quarterbacks drafted. In the second round, two quarterbacks drafted. First first round, they were both unquestionably busts. Uh, Mr. Christian Ponder was drafted in the, in the first round by the Minnesota Vikings, and ooh, that was not a good that was not a good signing or a good draft. Twelfth yeah. overall, only lasted in the league for four years from 2011 to 2014. He went two and eight his first years. Ten and six was obviously his best year. Well, not obviously, but it was in 2012. And then he went 2-6-1 in 2013, and his last year ended with a whimper, losing one game. His uh, completion percentage was never really very good. And, yeah, unquestionably a bust. His QB... His QB ratings were 70.1, 81.2, and 77.9 for the for the his first three years. Uh, his last year, Kenny only played one game. Now, drafted also drafted in the first round was Blaine Gabbert, who was who lasted longer in the league than did Christian Ponder, but draft at number ten overall. The Jacksonville Jaguars also had a bust. They drafted again, drafted him in 2011, held on to him for only three years, and after that, in 2014, he was with San Francisco for three years, Arizona with in 2017, and Tennessee in 2018 has was his last stop in the league. But of course, I guess he could still be signed. Um, is only to only only two seasons did he play any sort of uh, any a majority of the games so he was 4 and 10 his first year 1 and 9 his second year after that he just he didn't even play his first year in San Francisco but after that it was just a backup quarterback and yeah 4 and 10 your first year 1 and 9 your second year two th- just a over 2,200 yards his first year, 1,662 his second year, a rating of 65.4 in his first year, 77.4 is next. Is not really going to do it for the number 10 overall pick. Granted, of course, he was on Jacksonville. Now, moving on to the second round, we had Andy Dalton. Who we've talked to, who we talked about before. Uh, he was also drafted in, uh, in the 2011 NFL Draft, 35th overall, and now he's with the Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. And I would say he's been actually he's been more consistent than Cam Newton. He's actually had more winning seasons than Cam Newton. Uh, Recently, of course, he's been pretty bad. Of course, so has the Cincinnati Bengals overall. But you could conceivably argue that he he might have had a better career than Cam Newton. But now, 
by far the most famous quarterback from the 2011 NBA draft was not was not Cam Newton or Andy Dalton, but it was rather Colin Rand Kaepernick. And the six foot four, two hundred and twenty-five pound QB drafted thirty-six overall, a spot behind Andy Dalton by the San Francisco 49ers. And he had one good year at 2013, San, uh, where he went 12 when they were 12 and four. I mean, it was it was good in 2012 when he went five and two. That's why he got the job. But his career kind of went down steadily down after that 2014 season. He went eight and eight, or excuse me, 2013. Uh, season where he got to the Super Bowl. He went 8-8 eight eight in 2014, 2-6 two in 2015. And a miserable 1-10 is last year in the NFL. And, of course, quite frankly, I've, to be honest with you, I have no idea why a team would sign Colin Kaepernick. Uh, he's, he would clearly take the uh, immediate... He would clearly be the immediate storyline for that team. And that is exactly what you do not want for a backup quarterback. I mean, he, I'm sure he's probably he's probably better than most other backup quarterbacks, but uh, he's not good enough to be a particularly good starting quarterback. So, I, I, if, I, guess, if, I guess if you want to, uh, if you're a lousy team, you want to start him with a starting quarterback. If you want, if you want to start him, maybe get some excitement up in the air. I guess so. But a backup quarterback for me, at least, Colin Kaepernick, make absolute, makes absolutely no sense, just because of his fame and so on and so forth. All right, so those are your four QBs that were drafted in the first two rounds of the NFL draft behind Cam Newton. Now let's go on to today's quiz question. Uh, now, uh, I don't know if you've recently heard, but Mr. Jamal Crawford, we're switching gears now to the NBA. He recently he came out that he got signed. He got signed. Uh, he had not played this year at all. And so he's now 40 years old. 40 years old, 110 days old to be exact. Three-time NBA um, Sixth Man of the Year Award winner, professional scorer. I mean, he had some beautiful moments when he was with the L.A. Clippers. Um, and certainly he has had a great career in the NBA. A uh, long career. He was drafted in 2000. The 2000 NBA draft uh, by the Cleveland Cavaliers, eighth pick of the uh, of the 2000 NBA draft. Of course, he was not. He did not start with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, instead, it was with the Chicago Bulls, where he was there for four years. The Knicks for four years. You were Toronto. The Knicks, the Warriors, 
Atlanta, Portland, the Clippers, and uh, Minnesota, and ended it what everybody thought would be his. Well, actually, I didn't. I did not think it would be his last season, the 2018-2019 season with Phoenix. I was very surprised when nobody had signed him. Uh, I was surprised when nobody had signed him after the, this coming season, but he's. Agreed to a deal with the Brooklyn Nets to come back for this uh, NBA restart that, as I said, is starting July 30th. Now, maybe uh, maybe it's not that surprising. He clearly deteriorated. He had scored, a f uh, he, had, he had poured in 50 po over 50 points, and he was like the oldest uh, player to have scored 50 points or more, but still, he clearly declined. He was only playing just under 19 minutes per game with Phoenix. So, only averaging 8 points a game. But man, when he was with the Clippers from 2012 to 2016, mm. he was a key sixth man of the year. So, uh, so uh, because we he uh, heard that news about Jamal Crawford coming out uh, we did want to do a quiz about him. Now, uh, looking at the 2000 NBA draft, maybe, uh, obviously, it's a long time ago, long before I started paying attention to the NBA, but it seems to me at least that not a whole lot of uh, great players were from this 20, 2000 NBA draft. Uh, not a whole lot of names that I recognize. Definitely not lasting names. I mean, of course, Jamal Crawford is clearly uh, you know been around forever. But Kenyon Martin was the first overall draft pick. He was lasted 15 years, but nothing special. Uh, just a lot of names that will be forgotten or, or have already been forgotten but there was guy there was a guy drafted by the LA Lakers went to Stanford it was the it was the last pick of the first round it was by the Lakers and that name jumped out to me because he, that dude is now an assistant coach for the Lakers he's been with them for uh from 2014 Excuse me, he's not now not an assistant coach. Uh, his last year with the Lakers was 2000. Was last season, 2018, but he was he was there for five seasons, 2014, 2014-15 season to the 2018-19 season, and of course he was also a uh, Laker as well for his first three seasons, and then he went over to many uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves for the rest of his career. So, if you can guess this guy's name, uh, clearly uh, should be fairly well-known to Lakers fans paying attention to Lakers. But, TalkSportsWithJames at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to get a free tie, just be the first to name this player. And... You will get that. Talk sports with James at 
gmail.com first person to name this player will get a free tie now time for a continued discussion of the MLB reopening again as I said we'll be discussing who benefits from this weird season and the interesting rule changes and again John and Peter are coming on this will be the second to last segment of my uh, discussion with them so enjoy this one remember 15 days to baseball do you see any teams that uh, any other teams other than like the Dodgers and uh, Dodgers and White Sox like benefiting greatly from like this in division or the two months at plus the two months of baseball plus the lots of in division games benefiting yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say because, like, the NL Central is a total, like, like you just have a bunch of decent teams in there. We're going to beat up on each other. But, I mean, not, and none of them are particularly good. Like, while the Reds are going to be bad, Pirates probably going to be bad. Better. Reds? Could be better, but I mean the Braves. Or no, sorry, the Brewers should be okay. The Cubs are generally at least halfway decent. The Cardinals should be halfway decent. Pirates will be bad, but yeah, I mean you got decent teams in there. That's going to be tough, you know. Since just basically you're only playing your division, like two thirds of your gamers are against your division. So like, it really just depends how good or bad is your division. Uh huh. Why do you, why, why do you think the Excuse me. Why do you think the Reds are going to? Uh, why? Why are the Reds? What? Who did the Reds? What did the Reds they, do this past offseason? I think they, if I remember correctly, I think they signed Mike Mustakas and I think some other players too. Oh, and then and then now Trevor Bauer. Um. Oh, the I, temper tantrum dude who threw the baseball in to the stands. <laughs> I mean, they're not winning the division, but I think they should be better. Okay. Do you do you like this? At sixty, get you know, pretty much anybody can win the division. To be honest, yeah. Do you like this idea of lots of in division games, or do you think they should have spread them out more? Oh yeah, I mean, if you're going to only play sixty games, that's the only way you can do it. I mean, you don't want to be. And I, I mean, I don't love the like interleague, but like if they're trying to like reduce travel, it makes sense. Okay, that's that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but like. I mean, if you're going to pick a division winning, you might as well just play a, play everyone in your and you only have 60 games. You might as well just play everybody in your division. That makes no sense. Yeah. I the the team the team that I see is uh, really uh, benefiting is the Philadelphia Phillies because they always they're always pretty they're always very good in the first half of the season and they're like creator. They're in a really tough division though. The Nationals. No, I, yeah, good. I'm just joking. Yeah. Like, it's those tough divisions that, like, anything could happen. But, like, with the, with the NL West or, like, the AL Central, like, the Twins, like, there's a 0% chance the Twins don't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Reds, the White Sox are improving. The Indians are, like, getting worse. And then <laughs> the Royals and Tigers are just horrible. Yeah, yeah. They're not even, the Royals and Tigers are not just horrible. They're, like, not even trying right now. They're tanking. So, like, yeah. So, like, the Twins are for sure winning that division. And, like, the Dodgers, I'd say, are, like, 99% winning the West. Because, like, the, the other teams, like, the Diamondbacks, like, sold off all their good players. The Giants are rebuilding. The Padres are up and coming, but still a few years away, probably. Yeah. And the Rockets are just are too, you know, they're just too inconsistent. Mm-hmm. 
Do you see the A's challenging the Astros, or do you think they're running away? Yeah, I think the AL West can be interesting. The Angels have gotten a lot better. You know, they the Ast- have? Yeah, they had an Anthony Rendon. Oh, I, I mean, I guess so, but their pitching is horrible. In 60 games, so anything can happen. <laughs> yeah. And they have Mike, like Mike Trout over 60 games. Mike That's Trout can probably win the division by himself in over 60 games. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean that's a. I mean, I just I'm I'm here for the Dodger Astros series. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess. I guess the uh, Astros probably this probably saved the Astros from being booed around everywhere because probably by next season nobody's going to remember. Um. I mean, if they're depending where their fans and fans, I'm sure they get booed, and I kind of. I kind of secretly hope it won't happen, but I'm secretly hoping the Dodgers will kind of boo them themselves. You mean the actual Dodgers team will boo the Astros? Yeah. yeah. I know it's not going to happen, but I would be here for it. I don't. Uh, I don't know about that. that. Might be a little. I. That might be a little bit like. Uh, uh, unsportsmanlike. I don't know. I mean, cheating is pretty unsportsmanlike too. Yeah, I know, but I say let your fans do the do the the booing or stuff and stuff. I mean, I just say if there are no fans, I would be here for that. I think booing might be a bit much, but definitely like some uh, harassment. Uh, like, yeah, like making fun of them in some way. Yeah, EK Hernandez needs to get a trash can costume. Yeah, like replace the oh, banana yeah. with a trash can. Or okay, something. yeah, okay, that would be good. That would be good. That would be good. Or like, just bring a trash can into the dugout and just sit, <laughs> set it up in the dugout. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you see any other team benefiting from this, Peter, or uh, other than ones you mentioned, possibly? Um, I mean, I think the Dodgers are hurt by it just because they had a really good team. I mean, they got Mookie Betts. Um, uh and just more randomness hurts better teams. Um, but right. there are also some players who really benefited, like I, uh, like people who had to go get Tommy John this year. Um, I forget who it was, Trevor... Uh, I forget his last name, but, but players who get... Uh, who are like injured who's he on? are really, really going to be get help. Yeah, who's he on? Uh... White Sox? I, f- I forget exactly. I forget exactly who it was, but okay. Um, yeah, and also along those lines, some players like Rich Hill. Like Rich Hill should be good to go for the whole season. Like, oh yeah. Who's <laughs> he on now? He's on the Twins, I think. Okay, and they said they were like, he'll maybe be fine after the All Star break. Well, now he's ready to go for the whole year. Yeah, but he's probably just going to get injured like after a couple starts. So. I mean, maybe, but I'm just saying. Yeah, like, I'm just checking. Some, you know, if you had a player that was like injured the first half of the year, then. Yeah. Uh, you or know, even like oh, good for the whole year. Or older players like Turner, Justin Turner. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you games, want to specifically, I think Justin Turner is going to be more or less the full-time DJH. I mean, they will rotate like Cody Bellinger and stuff just to keep people fresh. But I wouldn't be surprised if Turner's like the DH like sixty percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. Just because basically he's break, his body's breaking down. Yeah, he's not as good a defensive third baseman, and they have plenty of people who can play third base much better than Justin Turner at this point. Like who? Oh, I guess yeah, I guess they just have all the various 
I mean, Max Players Muncy's, that can. You can probably play Max Muncy at third. Ooh, Max and, Muncy's not particularly good. <laughs> probably better at third. Is at second. Yeah, that's you, true. That's true. And then you play like Kike at second. Yeah. Or you can play Kike at third if you want to. Or if you really want to get crazy, you can play Seeger at third and Kike at short. Because Kike is actually probably Seeger, although I don't know how good of a third baseman Seeger is. Yeah. Does Chris really Taylor not. play third? Sure, he can, he's probably better than most of them. The Dodgers, like, their depth is such a huge advantage. I mean, it always is. Yeah. Like, you know, the Dodgers actually have – the Dodgers are kind of an AL team in the sense that they have, like, actually have, like, leg- – their DH will actually be a legitimate hitter. Like, someone uh-huh. else, the hitter they send up is going to be horrible. It's yeah. not going to – like not much better than the pitcher, but the Dodgers like ninth hitter. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, if, you know, Justin Turner's probably going to DH. Like Jock might DH some. Oh yeah, I forgot about Jock. Or uh, AJ Pollock. Actually, I'd probably rather have Jock play the field than AJ Pollock DH. <laughs> well, I think AJ Pollock's be- a better center field. Is he though? Well, he's not playing center. Cody Bellinger's playing center. Uh, yeah, of course. Playing left. Anything. Yeah, Betts is playing right, and Cody Bellinger's playing center. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, left field isn't exactly known as the defensive star position, so uh, either one is. Yeah. Although, yeah, maybe you want AJ Pollock DHing because he seems to be a heck of a lot more fragile than Jack Peterson. Also true. Um. Yeah, I guess. I guess I would say. The people, the the actual teams that it hurts the most are the good teams because if, like, let's say they let's say they win, that would be, like, they they probably would have like one of those teams probably would have won just a regular season, but now that they now that they happen to win in the year with the coronavirus, then they get an asterisk on a World Series title that they probably would have, yeah, they they had a very good shot of winning. With uh, without without the sixty games, whereas you know a lousy team probably is not going to have a particularly good shot if it was uh, a regular one hundred and sixty two game season. So yeah, I, I would say it, I would say it's the good teams. But uh, do do you see the Dodgers is going after Mookie Betts in the offseason a lot more than they would have, or do you think they're just going to let him go as basically as originally planned? Sorry, can you repeat that? Oh, uh, if like when Mookie Betts becomes a free agent, do you see them going after him more aggressively, or do you think they let him go as originally planned, basically? Oh, I think there's a better chance now that they resign him. So I think a lot of teams are going to be very wary of giving a big contract, like with the way economics are now and stuff. So I think his uh, price like way down from what it was a year ago, and I think the lower the price goes, the better chance the Dodgers, not that the Dodgers couldn't afford a big price, but the Dodgers just tend to seem not to be willing to pay huge, huge prices, especially over years. They but don't think, want long contracts. Yeah, but I think the fewer teams that are willing to pay that, to give that type of contract to Mookie Betts or anyone, and I think the teams that are dwindling as, you know, they're uncertain about what's going to happen in five or ten years, mm. like what, you know, the business will look like, yep. I just that increases the Dodgers' chances. I see. Um, uh, see, Peter, what do you think? Um, I mean, there's that. There's also uh, the Dodgers 
don't tend to sign like mass big free agent contracts, but you know, again, if if teams are less willing to do that, then it definitely is better for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you don't think that like if they like how like how about okay, how about if they win the World Series? Will they view them will they view that World Series as tainted and then they want to win a real World Series next year? No, I think you haven't won a World Series in thirty years. You're taking whatever you <laughs> Okay. No, like so so you would think that uh there's less pressure on them to resign Mickey Betts if they oh, win. if they win the World Series for sure. Okay. They're- yeah. All right. That's for sure. If they lose in the World Series again, like there's huge pressure to resign him. Okay. Because okay. Yeah, I mean if they like get to the NLCS or the World Series Everyone's going to think, well, they need to re-sign him just to stay close. Um, and if they lose, it's like a big step backwards. Okay. Or if they if they if they lose him, it's sorry, it's a big step backwards. Okay. See, okay, so you don't think the fans are going to be like, uh, we want a real world series? They're just going to be celebrating wildly, basically, with anything. I mean, I think there is, there will be like. A larger desire to win the next year, but it's not going to be like, oh, this World Series was fake and we don't really care. All right, everyone, thanks for listening to the second to last segment of my interview with John and Pierre. I hope you enjoyed it. Next, uh, next to last segment will be airing on Saturday. Before I get out of here, uh, I do want to thank the Blessed Trinity and the Holy Family, my patron saints, fans, and savior, James the Greater. And, of course, my guardian angel as well. And finally, my family, my grandmother, my uncle, and Brian Seaman, Adam Oslin, Noah Eagle, and Michael Madden. So, next podcast Sunday, we'll wrap up the discussion, as I've already said. TalkSportsWithJamesGmail.com. Don't forget, if you want to comment on anything, please be my guest. Everything, all content, of course, is uh, all opinion is either mine or the guests that I have on the show. And we will see you next time. Bonsuelo. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sports Variety and Strife. If you want to comment, please do so. Talk sports with James at gmail.com. See you next time.